we are hi how's Hello. it going we are today talking about uh as facebook slowly loads over here yep okay now here, here we go, go on facebook too all right what is going on everyone welcome to this live edition of the behind the counter show for those of you who don't know my name is vince and james. this is james of yep. course james is a pharmacist practicing a lot focusing on functional medicine in addition to being a retail and compounding pharmacist and i am a personal trainer and nutrition coach and today we wanted to talk about hey what's going on Kayla? long time and today um we wanted to talk specifically about some side effects of medication that you may not be aware of so normally also we do this behind the counter show it's kind of filmed after the fact then we release it we thought it'd be cool especially with everything going on um i don't know if you're aware but there's this pandemic thing yeah, going no, on right. so with everything going on in that sense we wanted to get this a little more live and more interactive so as we're going if you guys have any questions feel free to chime in and ask those questions but we're going to talk about specifically at the beginning um medication and some side effects that you may not be aware of just because they're just not as talked about mostly and right. i guess we'll start right there so yeah, take it away so for example <laughs> when you get a prescription right you will hear a lot of well this will make you drowsy or this medication will possibly cause constipation or runs right those are very common or maybe if you it's like a painkiller or something possibly this may make you feel a little loopy or right whatever, right a know? lot of those things don't drive after taking the medication those are all side effects right that can be caused by a certain medication you're receiving right that's probably a very short-term side effect that you'll be receiving right away as well what they don't talk about when they say they it's actually on both ends whether it's the pharmacist or the doctor right when a prescription is being prescribed and dispensed um we generally do not take the time to talk about a possible nutrient that you'll be losing from taking uh medication right it's one of those things where even in in my profession as a, a trainer nutrition coach it's even now more broadly being talked about these nutritional side effects. And I think that's for a few reasons. I think one, first and foremost, and as you guys have questions, that kind of stuff, feel free to chime in at any time. Um, first and foremost, we're learning more and more about our gut and our digestive health every day. More and more studies are showing right. the importance of that just because, I mean, think about it rationally, right? You eat something, what's the first thing that happens? It goes through your digestive system. Right. We got to absorb the nutrients. So it's, it's something that's, we're learning more about that every day. So in turn, we're learning more and more about the nutritional side effects of medication every day. Mm -hmm. And I think also too, you know, some of these side effects of medication, like we'll get into some examples here shortly, you may not actually even feel it necessarily because if you're not typically, you know, when you're taking medication, usually there's some kind of underlying condition or something else that's going on. Um, and if you are already not necessarily eating as, you know, optimally as you should, you may, you know, constantly kind of be feeling that fog, you know, like here, a good way to put it is if anyone's ever tried temporarily to cut out dairy or cut out gluten, you know, you may feel this, this fog all of a sudden lift. Yeah. It's a common feeling. I've personally felt it when I tried that. Not that I'm always perfect about doing it because we're all human, but when that fog lifts, you all of a sudden, wow, like I, I feel a lot less bloated. I feel better, you know, and if you're constantly in that fog, even if other, you know, side effects nutritionally may be there, you may not even actually notice them necessarily. Uh, right. Also, it's, um, there are just too many variables. So many variables. Um, just, I mean, one of the very common ones that we will talk about, uh, for example, when you take a statin medication that's for cholesterol, then uh, you lose CoQ10 enzymes. Mm. Um, now, 
yes, in, in the book, by the book, yes, you may lose it, but how does it really affect you? And that can vary that can vary between what you know, whatever possible conditions that you have. Right. How your you know, nutrition is. There's just so many different variables to it. That's why it's so difficult to pinpoint one and just say, here, when this happens, this happens. It doesn't really work that way. Right. That's why you have to ask more questions, utilize your healthcare professionals, and really dive into these questions about it. Sure. And a lot of reasons too, right? Like sometimes when something's prescribed by the doctor, a lot of times we just, okay, well, we'll just take it. So you just kind of assume it's good or assume it's healthy. But truthfully, and this is coming from, you know, a pharmacist, medication in general, it's processed in the same way, you know, alcohol and everything else is processed right. in your liver, you know? So it's it's something that your body has to break down and absorb. And, you know, the truth is taking less medication, the better. So when we're constantly being like, well, I need this though, because, you know, my blood pressure is too high or my right. cholesterol is too high. Right. And hey, you know, especially when it comes to those, those immediate situations, something's got to change. But ultimately, in order to do some of those things that, like, you know, it needs to go along with diet, exercise and all of that good kind of stuff too. Right. medication is not if you're taking it every day for the rest of your life. Chances are, you know, and anecdotally or maybe just kind of thinking about it rationally, there's probably going to be some side effects of taking something like that that you may not realize or may not want. Right. You know, I think the, while we how we think about medication kind of has a change yeah. our perspective on it. A medication, a pill is not a solution. Yeah. Right. Um, at one of the conference that we went, this was actually a great example um, our lecturer gave us. Um, like when you are young or if you're talking to a child, right? You don't talk to them and you don't say something like, well, by, you know, in order to be healthy at by 35, you're going to start taking statin. You don't right. talk about it that way. We said diet and exercise, you know, eat healthy and all that. That's the correct way of approaching your health and solving your problem, not taking one pill because that's not it's not a solution. And right. unfortunately, more than that, it actually harms you. It's a give and take. When you take a medication, sure, it can lower your blood pressure, right? But at the same time, it's gonna, you know, you're gonna lose vital nutrients such as, for example, um, water pill. I'm sure a lot of people take water pill. Uh, when you take that, you lose a lot of nutrients, potassium, magnesium, and so forth. And I'm sure a lot of people feel the side effect of it but they cannot pinpoint pinpoint where that where that's right. coming from. Right. And yeah, I totally agree with you, Caitlin. Thank you for that comment as well. Um, but all right, let's get into some specifics here. So we promised some specific examples. And there sure. are some, if you come to our pharmacy, you hear us talking about all the time. We talk about probiotic and antibiotic all the time. So we'll skip that one because that's something that we, I feel like we just belabor that one to death at this point. Absolutely. But it's an important uh, one it too. Is, it is important. And you know, uh, antibiotic is one of the medication that actually causes you lose a lot of different um, nutrients from antibiotic as well. Right. Just, you know, probiotic and the antibiotic just so prominent out there. And, you know, uh, but there are other things that you will lose from it as well. At the same time, um, for example, if any of your family member or yourself even take uh, blood pressure medication, cholesterol medication, diabetes medication, steroids, um, blood thinner such as you know, baby aspirin, I mean, that probably would consist about, I would say, 90% of the population yeah. of, our, of our country at this point are probably one or more on all these antipsychotics, antibiotics. You know, probably we are probably almost at 100% right now. Now, when you take these medications, and especially if you take it for a long time, you will lose vital nutrients. And Vital nutrients meaning nutrients from plants, typically. Right. Um, some examples are potassium. 
magnesium, calcium, you know, typical ones that you would think of that you can, when you go to a vitamin place and then you look at a, on the, on the shelf, those things, all the supplement you're probably losing when you take medication. So why does that matter? What do some of those things you're talking about losing magnesium or potassium, you know, what the heck does that mean? And why the heck should I care about that? Right. It's, it's actually pretty <laughs> dangerous. Uh, for example, uh, water pill. Right, uh, that's usually the first line therapy for a lot of blood pressure. Uh, if you have a high blood pressure, and then um, if you take that for a long time, you can lose potassium. Hmm. Um, and potassium, if you're low on potassium, it actually um, negatively affects your uh, heart a lot of times, um, along with your muscles. Right, um, so they came up with another water pill that's potassium sparing diuretics. They call it okay because they know losing potassium is. Not deal. good. Not good, right. <laughs> However, you know, even with that, does that solve the problem? No. You still lose magnesium and other things as well. So um, magnesium and is one of those things where you may not notice it right away or may not be a big deal in the beginning. Mm -hmm. um, and low magnesium can be associated with so many different things, right? Um, if you need a bone support, what do you take? Magnesium. <laughs> if you have a muscle cramp, what do you take? Magnesium. If you, if you have a difficult time sleeping, what do you take? And again, magnesium. Even pooping, too. Absolutely. <laughs> if you have a problem, you know, have constipation, what do you take? Magnesium. It just, it, you know, it, magnesium is so vital in our body. Yeah. Um, and not many people really think about it or they believe whatever condition that they have is causing fatigue or all these effects. Right. That and they don't necessarily realize that it's actually possibly a side effect of the medication like james alluded to at the Correct. beginning and if you guys have any questions as we're going feel free to chime them out and we'll we'll answer them as we go as well but kind of like james alluded to in the beginning it's so complicated looking at these things and really to get a full picture of what's going on and what's truly being depleted and what's whatever you would need to do a full you know blood work all of that kind of stuff which let's be realistic is not usually feasible nor is it you know practical so some typical things you know for he talked about the um, water pill, blood pressure, that kind of stuff. If you're taking those things, you should be increasing your magnesium intake in particular, uh, among some other things as well. Absolutely. But if we're talking about magnesium specifically, you can, of course, always do that through supplementation. Mm -hmm. um, something that not a lot of people know, there's a lot of magnesium oxide supplements out right. there, nowhere near as well absorbed as glyconated forms of magnesium. If you have questions about that, just you know, comment, ask us. We can help you talk through, find a, a better brand. But the magnesium oxide ones in general are so much like I think it's like ninety percent less absorbed than the glyconated magnesium. Yes. Um, but if you're trying to get more in your diet as well, there's plenty of other things in your diet: grains, seeds, avocados. I love avocados. Legumes. I mean, legumes, beans. They're they're as, especially if you're vegan, vegetarian. I mean, you almost can't be that without yeah. legumes or beans because it's just such a, a well-rounded. Uh, legume but um you know so those are some examples of how to get those in your diet naturally as well um what else you got so basically that's exactly um vince just pointed out we're not also trying to solve a problem with another problem sure right point, we're not point. supplement is definitely an easy Hi, way out a little going? bit um it's just that but it does not beat healthy diet and exercise a lot of times of and um and as vince mentioned it's not practical but at the same time, you really have to ask those questions right. for yourself because, you know, as I mentioned in the beginning, it, it's very difficult to pinpoint your problems that you may be experiencing uh, if you don't ask these questions. It can be from various different conditions. It can sure. be from medications. And that, you know, when you actually, you know, 
dig a little bit and then try research some about this, you get very, very co uh, controversial, you know, studies and observational studies out there. And that's because, and again, there's so, so many variables and that what they are actually, you know, emphasizing and, you know, putting as a control are all different. Sure. But at, in the long run, it doesn't hurt to ask about it. And there's a huge possibility that they're the problem. Sure. So, you know, we just talked about the magnesium. So some of the things that you may feel if you're low on magnesium, muscle cramp, um, very, very common. Uh, insomnia, anxiety, depression, osteoporosis, you know, bone loss, basically, right? So, and believe it or not, um, some studies suggest that 75% of our population are actually low. Um, they're at, you know, lower than recommended level of the magnesium level. Sure. Um, so that's very important. Um, what are some other drugs? So we talked about the water pill. What else we got? I know well, metformin, blood, yeah, CoQ10 is another one. So what about... What is CoQ10 and what drugs kind of deplete CoQ10 in our bodies? Why should we care about CoQ10? So CoQ10 is basically it helps to create energy. And there was actually a Nobel Prize given to some guy. I don't know. The, I forgot the name of it, the guy. But for actually figuring this I'll out, that CoQ10 yeah, <laughs> um, is very vital um, to create energy in our mitochondria at cellular level. So basically. not energy from like, uh, oh, my God, caffeine pill energy. Energy hey. from like... Uh, a cellular level, but right? Then, like creating ATP, which is energy. Right, but eventually leads to that. Yes, we have a power right, to actually, sure, you know. Sure. But it's functioning at a cellular level too. Right. Like every cell needs that to go about its daily functions, mm -hmm. what it needs to do essentially. So for example, um, statin, as I mentioned, um, beta blockers, um, well, that's also used for blood pressure mm. to lower your bite, lowering your heart rate. That also, you can also lose um, very you know coq10 from that as well if you want to get into the science of it the way it actually works for cholesterol medication at least is in the the process that is actually going to block your body's ability to create cholesterol in that same metabolic chain it's actually blocking your body's ability to create coq10 as well so that's why typically we recommend supplementing with coq10 and actually i think it was pfizer who, who someone had a drug patent on the statin yeah. with coq10 as a joint product initially when it came yeah, it out just never yeah out. but um now here's the thing though so a lot of times when you take a cholesterol medication is to prevent stroke right heart attack mm. or god forbid if you already had one um a lot of doctors will put you on a statin for that reason as well well guess what um coq and now statin lowers coq10 coq10 actually helps ldl which is a bad cholesterol so not as to be not as bad right um, now, but if you're actually losing CoQ10 from statin, there are some studies possibly suggest that you're actually possibly increasing because of a low CoQ10 level can influence your chance of getting heart attack or stroke. And that's pretty, that's pretty serious because you're taking the medication obviously to prevent that from it. And at the same time, it can cause the problem by the other route. Sure. Um, CoQ10, you know, it can even go up to by fifty percent decrease from the, from a statin medication, so you know it can cause so low level of CoQ10 can cause stroke, um, heart attack, fatigue, you know muscle cramp, and now I'm gonna talk about the muscle cramp a little bit because um, it's one of the very serious side effect of statin medication that can cause muscle cramp, and a lot of times, um. If you experience that, doctor may actually stop you from it or change the medication. And um, supplementation, supplementation of CoQ10 may or may not help 
with that muscle cramp. Now, the funny thing is, it really depends on what study you look at. Sure. Um, so it's not 100% proven the fact, oh, yes, 1 plus 1 is 2. It doesn't work that way. However, it doesn't hurt, especially if you're taking multiple medications. Or if you're taking, you know, a metoprolol, for example, uh, which is a beta blocker, and um, a torvastatin. And again, a statin. That's two right there already. And generally, I would recommend at least 200 milligram of CoQ10 to supplement yourself you know, to balance the counterattack from it. Sure. All right. So we talked about water pill. We talked about magnesium potassium. We talked about statins, beta blockers, and we talked about CoQ10. What about some of the diabetic medication, like the metformins or the sure. blood sugar medication? Metformin um, is a very common one. Uh, if you take metformin for a long time, three to five years or longer, you can lose a lot of vitamin B12. And if you heard of vitamin B12, it's, and again, essential for energy. If you go out there and get an energy, energy drink, <laughs> it's packed with vitamin B12. That's basically what they're giving you. Plus caffeine, right. some of them, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> but that you know, you lose a lot of vitamin B twelve, and, and again, that's not just for the energy, also and helps with anemia, um, and things like that. And on that note, for example, not you know, vitamin B can be lost by so many different things, different drugs, oral contraceptives. Mm. A lot of ladies take oral contraceptives for whatever reason, um, directed by the doctor, and at the same time. When you take those, it eats up your. I kind of say, call it out, say it's eating up your vitamin B complexes. Sure. You know, whether it's folic acid, which is. And again, folic acid is one of the family of vitamin B, uh, B6, B12. Um, yes, and again, for someone who's digging a little deeper, there is more different studies stating otherwise in some of them. But overall, it is absolutely essential to, I think, to um, supplement yourself with vitamin B complex when you're especially on oral contraceptives so yeah especially oral contraceptives um the metformin and some of the other diabetic drugs as well and you know vitamin b12 again it's it's energy and b vitamins in general that's what they tend to do so if you're not supplementing you definitely need to make sure you increase in your diet things like grains meat eggs legumes again everything's got legumes <laughs> or leg yeah. legumes have everything i should say um, so those are some other ways to get B and B12 specifically naturally from your diet. But again, that's why we typically recommend at the pharmacy to our patients who are, you know, we're literally sitting there and dispensing this medication, you know, we kind of feel obligated. Hey, just so you know, this is what's going on with your medication in your body. It's a side effect you may not realize about something that, you know, possibly your doctor may not have even talk to you about. So, right. you know, we feel obligated to share these kinds of things because medication has a lot of unintended consequences sometimes in our bodies. Yeah. Also, I mean, all these, um, I haven't talked about zinc yet. And the zinc is obviously good for immune support. Sure. Um, Especially right now, zinc right is now, a very yeah. popular product. And if you very guys have popular. any specific questions as we're going, you know, James is a pharmacist. Uh, you know, we're here on Behind the Counter Live on Facebook and Instagram. Feel free to throw them out. We'll have some open-ended questions at the end. So if you have any general questions as well, throw them out now too, and we'll answer them in the, the last five minutes as we begin to wrap up. But yes, sure. zinc. Um, zinc, um, ACE inhibitors. Uh, that's also useful. What is um, an ACE inhibitor? ACE inhibitor, uh, inhibitor <laughs> is a lot of times used for um, to control your blood pressure as well. Oh, okay, and another blood kidney. pressure. Yes. Um, and also uh, water pill. Now, the problem, and again, we talked about magnesium, vitamin B, folic acid, zinc, CoQ10, all these, if you're low on these, overall, it can really cause weight gain as well because it can cause metabolic syndrome. It can link to the metabolic syndrome. Basically, metabolic syndrome meaning 
you have higher chance of getting coronary artery disease. Mm. You know, if no matter what you're doing, it seems like you're not losing that waist fat, right? Your waist size is still for men. I think above forty two is considered um, not good, right? Sure. Um, and that cannot that can also be from you know lowering of low amount of your vital nutrients in your body from the medications that's supposed to help you. Sure. Yeah. So what what does zinc specifically do? You know, like we, I mean, you mentioned immune support. I feel like we're inundated with zinc these days, and you know, there's a lot of talk about it in the news and that kind of stuff. So, so what exactly does zinc do? And if you're deficient in zinc, why is that? An Number issue? one thing is uh, your immune support. Mm -hmm. uh, you can, um, if you're low in zinc, you why can... is that? By the way, with well, your immune support, it, it definitely modulates your immune system. Um, what does modulate mean? Well, <laughs> basically, the the way the zinc how do I put this? Um, so the zinc way the zinc um like kind of I don't say work. Sure. I it it's it, I'm gonna try to figure out the better way of explaining this. Uh, maybe I can we can put in the comment a little later. Yeah. Um, it definitely works at cellular level. You need zinc to basically emphasize your immune function, for lack of a better term. Okay. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you have any... Well, what about, like, you know, even, like, we talk about zinc lozenges in your throat, right? It kind well, of prevents... Okay. That's a little bit different that's than different. it works at a, a cellular level, but... Right. We did talk about that. And it, it, well, that's generally what we talk about, supplementing with yourself with zinc tablet by mouth versus um, lozenges, which lozenges to coat the back of your throat. Sure. Um, and a lot of times, there are a lot of different studies out there states that that will... Um, slow down the replication of antivirals virus um very common ones are cold and flu viruses so that's the reason a lot of people will supplement themselves with the zinc mm. um and again that's was and again very popular with covid um when covid first hit back in march april similar with covid too i think zinc correct me if i'm wrong but that is associated with possible loss of taste or yes. smell kind if, of similar if you're to low COVID on in that it, sense as well poor wound healing and that's all with the immune support uh, immune function hair issues. too right i feel like i've yep. heard about that for men specifically i think for hair loss and that kind of stuff too. yes also for men function yeah men function right there you go that's <laughs> if, you're low on, if you're low on zinc take some zinc and see what happens <laughs> they do say so that, absolutely you know like we've talked about there's a lot of different tests out there and ways to confirm some of these things but it's again it's important to know that if you're taking medication sometimes there are some unintended nutritional side effects in those things as well zinc specifically again as i've mentioned like 50 times in legumes legumes have yeah. everything if you're vegan or vegetarian too that's why you know actually b vitamins specifically too for people who tend to be vegan or vegetarian that's why um b12 iron some of those things yeah, <laughs> men function, right? Um, <laughs> that's why B12 and iron are those things are recommended as supplements for people on specific diets or have who have dietary preferences, restrictions, that kind of stuff to take some of those things because they're not as common um, in plants. So it's just something to consider. Zinc is also in shellfish. People talk about oysters specifically, right. big oyster fan. Um, you know, but unless you feel like going to a swanky restaurant, which is really out of the question these days for the most part, um, you know, that's why we typically recommend zinc in conjunction with some of those other products as well. Um, yeah. Is there anything else you want to throw in here about nutrient depletion or other unintended side effects of medication in general? You know, overall, what's more important is it's not just, it's not just about the fact that you may feel tired. Right. It's not just about the fact that you may 
have some you know muscle pain. It's actually a lot more than that. Yeah. Overall, low amount of these vital nutrients may cause increase the chance of you know insulin resistance, which can lead to diabetes. Yeah. Um, stroke. Um, you know, a clog of your vessels, which is what you don't want. And sometimes you take the medications so that you prevent all these. Sure. And it's having some kind of effect that with that. So it's definitely important to ask these questions. And maybe some of the times if you're not, you're doing all this and taking, you know, eating right and supplementation, you definitely get tested more. Sure. In order to really take this seriously. Well, to your first point, I think that's one of the reasons why we do videos like this and talk about this in general. The a lot of this, you know, is intended to be informational and our goal at the pharmacy and with Gasper's Best is to empower you as patients to ask these questions. This is your health and your life. Own it. Take ownership of it. You know, there's some things that you should, you know, question and look into, you know, and this is, you know, why we're kind of here and sharing these things. And the other thing I'll add to that, too, is, you know, for a lot of people who, you know, may like, ah, I don't really feel like taking another pill or I don't feel like this if you're going the supplementation route, you know. If you look at it rationally, yes, you probably shouldn't need to take some of those things because if you were eating a full balanced diet of whole foods and moving around every day, yeah, chances are you're probably going to cover most of your bases on that. But the truth is that's not a reality for most of us. And also, if you're on some of these medications that are causing these depletions, chances are you're definitely not doing some of those things right. because that could be part of the issue why it got there to begin with. That's not, you know, an all-around statement necessarily. There's going to be different reasons for that, of course. But it's just something to keep in mind. And going along with anything we recommend, of course, obviously, dietary changes, lifestyle changes, that kind of stuff is all great too. But that's why we typically recommend if you're going to take the pill, and especially if you haven't made some of those other changes, supplementing to at least deplete what is probably, or to at least replenish what is probably being depleted by these medications is typically a good idea. Absolutely. Cool. Um, if anyone has any questions, then feel free to chime and let us know. Oh, we do have a question from uh, Patricia on Facebook here. So is, is tiredness a side effect of metoprolol? Absolutely. Um, and, and metoprolol is what, James? Metoprolol is one of the beta blockers that okay. will um, basically lower your heart rate to control your blood pressure. Now, think about that. The way it works is that it lowers your you know, um, heart rate, which and at the low, at the same time lowering your blood pressure, if your if your body was used to certain high blood pressure per se, right, and all of a sudden you're taking the medication to correct that, your body doesn't take it that way. Your body says, "Oh my goodness, my pressure is going down," mm. even though that's from bad to good, right? So your body can take that as definitely as uh, as I'm now I'm now I'm feeling tired because my heart rate is lowering down and my um. Blood pressure is going down. That 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 that's just really for a short term of it. Um, also, if you take it for a long time, and again, it can be because of the CoQ10, you know, depletion, and there are other things that can be associated with that. So, some way of kind of countering that, it can be various things. One, well, let's if you've been on it for years, um, let's try a CoQ10 supplementation. That's one. Two, maybe if you're taking an immediate release of the medication, maybe try to change the uh, extended release of the medication. Mm. That may help with uh, some of the side effect with uh, being tired. And of course, that's something we would you know discuss with your physician and all Correct. of that that good stuff as well. Yeah. Um, does anyone else have any other questions related to nutrient depletion, different medication and side effects, or anything else while we're standing here as well? Well, actually, we're sitting, but you know what I mean. <laughs> 
Any other questions before we wrap up here? And thank you for the questions um, that we've got on Facebook and Instagram and uh, from Caitlin for the, the comedic comments on uh, Instagram as well. Always worth a laugh. Uh, Carlo of the Forest on Instagram was promised dogs and don't see any. You know, they are they're running around the pharmacy here somewhere. Um, not sure where they are right now. They are uh, always up to mischief around here. Um, but we'll, we'll make sure we include them. This is the first time we've gone live on this. We didn't want uh, any of the destructive force that is the, <laughs> the puppies here in the video knocking over the equipment we've got set up. Um, but yeah, cool. So thank you guys for the comments, questions. Hope you guys enjoyed this first rendition of Behind the Counter Live. We'll actually be posting this uh, in a post and on YouTube as well after the fact. So we'll share this. It'll be on our Behind the Counter page on uh, gaspersbest.com. It'll also be on our podcast players after the fact. We're going to continue doing this um, once a month, every month, third Thursday of the month at noon. So this seems like we had some uh, good interaction on Instagram and on Facebook. So that's great. We'll keep that up there. And uh, if you have any questions, um, you know, sometimes this stuff can obviously get personal. So feel free to shoot us a message. We'd be happy to jump on the phone and talk it through as well. Um, if that's easiest or if you're local, you know, stop by the pharmacy and happy to chat with you here as well. James, any last words? That sounds morbid, but that's not what I meant. Any no, final no, words? <laughs> uh, cool. Oh, thanks for the comment, Marie. We appreciate that too. Glad to hear you found it useful. Um, all right. Yeah, sounds good. We'll see you guys next time. And any other questions or topic suggestions, too? We're always looking for suggestions and topics to talk about. Let us know. And, uh, yeah, thanks for checking us out. We'll see you guys next time.